Lucis three fuckwits you know here with our podcast that looks at everything pop culture and more. I'm Brad. I'm Adrian. I'm Tony. And this is Rebels Without a Clue. Oh, there we go. Oh, I was waiting for that. Oh, first intro. I was waiting for you to actually introduce who we are. Yeah, but <laughs> we we're pretty seamless then. That well, wasn't too you, bad. You got there pretty, eventually. Yeah. You I was waiting saw, for the names. I think you saw my dagger eyes. Just no, going, I knew I was going to say it. I was definitely going to say it, guys. Just chill out. <laughs> I know you're going to plug us. Do you remember the plugs? Nah, I, I don't know any of that shit. I was happy to do the intro. That Mate, is part of the intro. I wasn't prepared for that. <sighs> Tony is oh, the plug oh, man. Oh, you oh, are the plug oh. king. That's a bunch of dicks. Even Adrian did that. Yeah, but you even guys Adrian managed to put the plugs media. in. I don't manage that. What do you do? Nothing. Does nothing. <laughs> I share. Fucking use the oh, you, you, you barely like it. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right, well, I'll fill in for you here, you piece Thank of shit. You, Guys, you can follow us on our social medias on Instagram at Rebels Without a Clue 03. You can also follow us on Twitter at Rebels Without a Clue 01. Sorry, Rebels Without a 1. My bad. I fucked it. Yeah, but I'm not going to give you credit like shit for it. No, I usually do. That's what yeah, I was well, waiting for. I'm not for. going to because it's not easy to and say. Then you, and there's also on Facebook at Rebels Without a Clue podcast. That's it, get around the go. cans. Yeah, bro. How are we, boys? Oh, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good. How's the week been? A little knackered. Yeah, a little knackered, but yeah. yeah. Uh, all, all good, other than that. Oh, it's good I think, uh, seeing as how you did the intro, yep. I think I'll do the beers. Yeah, sounds good. So, so we're just going with the classic Corona. I think we're revisiting the Corona. We yeah. had it on a previous episode. But, we did, uh, but I think we had a mix of Corona and some All right, look, shit. I'm not going to lie here. I lost last week. Thanks for putting up the tally age. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Sorry, um, well, I lost last week. And it was my turn to supply drinks, and I forgot to get the drinks, but luckily there were Coronas in the freeze. Luckily he's a wog who has beers at the ring. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, look, I'm not disappointed with this election. To no. Be no. Good so, Corona on a hot night It's like always this. a safe bet. It is, especially on a hot night like this. It's perfect. It's good. 23 it's degrees, good. sitting with Coronas, doing a podcast with your mates. Yeah, what more could you ask for? pretty good shit. Look, you probably could ask for a lot more. Some lime. Could ask for a blowy. A what? A blowy. Why yeah, are you pushing too. it? I already got a foot massage before I came here, you so I'm pretty good. Shit. It's alright. It's pretty good. When you rock up at home, you get a foot massage. It's the perks what, what more could you ask living for? with your missus now. It's Again? True, yeah. yeah. Oh, blowy. <laughs> yeah, all that, yeah. She should have given you a foot massage, then you just, like, manged her box. She should have sucked my toes. Sucked my toes. Just sucked my toes. I think you got a bit electrocuted there. Yeah, true. Um, so, this a bit, of Marv. <laughs> bit, of, bit of Marv in your life. But uh, this week's episode is So what did we do this week, boys? This is um, an interesting episode. We're, go- we're going the serious route again. This is this was an interesting one, I must say. Yes. So we, we decided to... It was full on. Yeah, we decided to kick off a topic of uh, conspiracy theories with a doco that we all watched. Yeah. Called, called A Good American. A Good American. For those of you who have watched it, you know obviously what it's about. For those of you who haven't watched it, it's basically a documentary about these guys that created something called Thin Thread. Yep. Um, it was a they data, were working for the NSA at that yeah, point. It was a data collection program uh, that could help them predict uh, future events by watching patterns of data, downloads, phone activity. Exchanging of information between all forms of you yeah. know, email, telephone, messages, everything. And then collate that data, and yeah. then it'd see patterns within that. 
Yeah, and they'd use those bands to predict what made, it, what made that program even scarier is the fact that it wasn't just within America, it was globally. Yeah, globally, was globally and in real time. Yeah. yeah. Which was which just, is but the, the cool, capacity I, to measure ridiculous. that. I think the cool thing is that the guys who created it realised that it being global was so powerful that they actually put in a algorithm or a bunch of algorithms. Safeguards. To safeguard people who shouldn't have the information. So basically to safeguard people's privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like just yeah, to basically not break any privacy laws and shit like that. Because yeah. that was one and, thing I, they kept they're specifically targeted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is fucking cool. Um, and basically, it's a doco about how they created that, and then they got fucking rorted out by the NSA. The NSA, yep. Um, who pretty much fucking shut them down. Yep. So to avoid being basically prosecuted for being shit cunts. Yeah. Not to mention, it was a pretty close extensive insight into the operations of how the NSA works. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking scary. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Like the whole money grab that they tried to, to get through the document. Um, some of the quotes that were that they got from actual officials from the NSA was just fucking jaw-dropping. Oh. What was that chick, the, the girl Maureen something? Uh, Maureen Baginski. Yeah, 9-11 yeah. was a gift to the NSA. Yeah. Yeah, because that gave them a, an ability to, and the other guy said, quote, milk this for 15 years in terms of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was Sam Weisner. He said he was, I think he was the leader of the company that was the company that built yeah. the other program that we used Trailblazer. Trailblazer, yeah. Trailblazer which, which was, was ineffective and, yeah, like you said, yeah. failure. Yeah, thin um, thread based Yeah, and he just ripped out, we, we're going to milk this cow for, not, for 15 <clears> years. That was just... But for you guys as well listening, the whole premise of the actual documentary was looking at the uh, idea that this program, ThinThread, could have actually prevented 9-11. So if it was still implemented, then it would have continued on and they would have been able to predict the potential of 9-11 happening. And they also got to say in the doco as well that they, they... I think they still had it running, but it just wasn't the main program. Um, and then they went back and looked at the metadata after 9-11 yeah. had happened for, and looked at the months prior to what ThinThread had collected. And from what the metadata showed, it did predict that that was going to happen. Yeah. But I think we need to look in... I think we need to explain a little bit for those who don't know what metadata actually is, which is basically data that explains data. data. Yeah. So data, yeah. as we know, is just information, whereas ThinThread wasn't a program that was based around reading or viewing that information itself, like the specific information, specific phone calls or emails or whatever it may be. It was about seeing the patterns of where those emails are going to, who they were coming from, and how they strung together a bunch of people mm. as opposed to what they were actually talking about in those emails and yeah. calls mm. and shit like that. So metadata is that. And it was even more crazy, like when he was talking about when they were in actual production of the system itself and that program, just the algorithms that would have had to be put in place and the coding, what we were talking about, that C code. C. Yeah. Like native language C. Yeah. Which, even fucking as far as coding is that concerned, shit. that's literally that's pretty much the hardest program to like, like to program in. Because he had to pause it because I had no idea what C coding was. I don't even know what it is now. Yeah, so he gave me the elaborate. It's, it's C is basically computer language. It's <coughs> Is this all the zeros and ones and shit or is that three? Uh, not, not zeros and one, that's binary. Okay, yeah, that's right? binary. It is binary, yeah. Yeah, but like C language is one of the first computer programs that became pretty much the basis of all coding that we know now. Yeah. 
right? But it's one of the most difficult ones to program in. That's but that being said, back then, that was, was the language. The there wasn't anything around at that point. It would have been the standard. Yeah. yeah. But pretty fucking full. But it's pretty fucking intense. Like, even just the whole fact that that main guy, what was the main guy's name? Bill Binney. Bill Binney. Mm. Like, the fact that he was just like a fucking mathematician genius. Like, yeah, Jesus like, Christ. And the fact... And well, everyone like, knew in NSA that if you wanted to get, what was it, traffic... A traffic analyst yeah go and see Bill Binney like yeah. everyone knew how good this guy was yeah. yeah but you could tell even the way he spoke when it got mathematically like inclined you'd yeah. be just like can't what are you actually saying like yeah. shut the fuck up like I've got no idea what you're talking but about but he's just one of those people like I find it so weird that people like him where he he I know he's good at it but he's good at it because he actually loves maths like, yeah I couldn't imagine loving maths yeah like fuck that I'd rather punch myself in the dick for 10 minutes than do a maths equation for 10 like that. years 10 like, years I'd, punch, I'd rip my dick off and throw it at my own dick <laughs> that's what I would do <laughs> and it bounce off the wall and come back at your dick yeah and yeah. reattach <laughs> yeah, right. yeah like seriously I couldn't understand like Spider-Man like throwing your web yeah. Oh God. Spiderman. Spiderman. Throwing his whip. He's throwing his dick with whips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine uh, that. But you cut one off. Stick him back in your dick with your whip. But you cut one off. And tomorrow shall take its place. <laughs> yeah. Now I drop. Can you imagine that? What? Imagine cutting your dick off and two and then more two more grow. You never know. That might actually work that way. I've seen pornos like that where there's like a fake a dick double dick under yeah. the dick. Yeah, there's a double dick. And he's like double penetrating it. Yeah. It's weird. As one jizz is normal. The other one jizz is like a fucking cannon. Yeah, because yeah, it's like it's got that hose in it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. Anyway. What's that hose attached to? It's something behind no. the camera. Okay. I don't know. Dude, is that real cum? No, no. Nah, it's a solution that they use. Because they'd have to collect. Apparently, it's like it's like the kind. Apparently, they. It's supposed to taste like pina colada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No wonder you'd want to drink the fuck out exactly. of it. Exactly. Well, you why would the girls know, actually like it. Yeah. Well, you would know because you've spoken to. Them fucking angel of light so. I haven't spoken about double dicks and fake cum <laughs> she loves a good double dicking I know she does but back then she didn't or maybe she did I don't know in Latrobe library maybe <laughs> <laughs> anyways anyways back on point here um, what I noticed with Bill Binney right is yep. his ability for foresight the way you know how people think creatively when it comes to a situation well how do we improve this situation but they think in the now. Yeah. Benny was like so far ahead of where he needed to be in terms of coming up with the idea. How do we implement this? Who yeah. do I get? Who are the right people to get involved yeah. in order to make this happen? Well, I think they. Even, that, I think they even said in the doc. Like I think he even mentioned in the doco that for what he wanted to do, the technology wasn't available. Yeah. Yeah. Like but the, even, the, the systems they had couldn't keep up with his program. Yeah. But even the fact that it wasn't even that, it was the whole idea about how, like, not only planning the people that needed to be involved, he was so far ahead with, he was just ahead in terms of even reading it. Like, he was, I think they say somewhere at the start of the doco that he was, like, the only one at one point that could read it. Yeah. He was the only one that could actually read the metadata because he essentially invented metadata. Yeah. Himself. Because those other traffic analysts were nowhere near equipped to translate and make sense of what the actual data was producing. Whereas for some reason, he was just capable of doing it yeah, on his into- little fucking computer in his office. But even the fact that he started it without a computer. Yeah. Like he started the maths without a computer. Like when he was doing the map shit, I was like, yeah. what? Like, how do you produce patterns and algorithms from maps? Like, what is that? Um, Crazy, but man. I found it really interesting when he said um, human behavior is extremely patterned. Well, okay. it is when you think about it. 
naturally. If you look at history. Of course, I know, no doubting that. It goes back to that sort of like fundamentally that saying, what is it, history always repeats itself? Yeah, of course. But, but I suppose it's um, also in the extent of looking at the data and being able to measure the correspondence between certain parties that they were, let's say, examining at the time and being able to read that pattern and go, well, you know, they've exchanged six emails. We need to start focusing on that. But like, how do you narrow that down to go, oh, well, those emails are of substance. Like, because yeah, they're not looking at the data in the actual emails themselves. No, exactly. They're looking at who the email went to, who so it came from. So how do you measure that? How do you grasp that? I don't know. I don't know. It was That's just what I mean. Crazy. But like, even using emails, phone calls, camera shots, whatever the fuck it was, all the metadata to create a structure of a command yeah. system in an army. And that was crazy because when he was first doing it, that was in the very, very early days of cell phones. Even yeah. predating cell phones. Yeah. yeah. It's like, holy shit, what the hell were you tracking metadata on? Yeah. Like, were you just tracking it on landline? Like, I kind of imagine the volume of data. That's fucking nuts. Like, the volume of data just is incomprehensible. Didn't they do that test in Germany or something like that? And then it, it was... They had oh, to shut it down after, what, 24 hours? Yeah, at the... Uh, something for energy and research or something some like shit. that, but the NSA yeah. service couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. They, put it, they put it up on, on the Friday and by the Saturday morning, the service yeah, they had, they was were crushed. They, yeah. the, the service was almost crashed, so they had to yeah. start, turn it off. That's kind of fucked. It was like less than 12 hours no, or that's something. 12 hours, man. That's nuts. But that being said, you think about it, 12 hours getting data lo- like globally kind of makes sense. Yeah, and you, like you know when they were showing the computer and the different the scale of numbers going up. Yeah, and it wasn't going in like hundreds of thousands or anything. It was like three million increments each yeah. one. So you can only imagine the grasp of how big that data component was. Yeah, it's nuts. But they said multiple times that the data was just fl- like flooding the analysts. Yeah, they couldn't keep up with the amount of data there was. Yeah, exactly. That's why he came up with ThinThread to isolate the data and link it. And instead of watching the data itself, they watch the metadata. Well, uh, yeah, basing off what Benny was saying and what I said before, he had the foresight to look past the problem and like he'd seen the solution before it even occurred. Yeah. Like in how to, all right, well, this is the issue. We can't monitor it all because there's just so much data. And they were saying that the analysts were getting completely lost in trying to interpret what was actually being or coming out of the data. Yeah. So he's put this system in place that's just gone, all right, well, now I can read this, I can do all this, this is easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Now I can predict fucking and didn't the future. He pre- didn't he accurately predict a few things? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, he, he accurately pre- uh, predicted the parts of the Vietnam War. The um, 93 first trade center attack. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then there was also, they knew about Osama in 1993. Mm. Yeah. They had his phone number. That's fucked. Well, that's fucked. Oh, well, there's, there goes in further into that. Yeah. Was that in the doco when they're going... No, that was in Zeitgeist. Yeah. Yeah. Zeitgeist, yeah. yeah. That's, they go in a bit more detail about Osama in that. But yeah, like they had his fucking <coughs> phone number through Thin Threat. How fucked is that? Yeah. Not and to mention... That was, that's how they were tracking him. Yeah. At that point. Did anyone feel like the NSA were completely ill-equipped to deal with whatever they were dealing with at the time? Definitely. And I'm not talking just in terms of what the National Security Agency were doing. But in terms of a general look at things, I just felt like they were chasing their tails the whole time. Yeah, they were. Which yeah, is kind that's of fucked up. That's their like major security agency. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's, it's again one of those agencies around the world that it's, it went from a, an agency being created for a specific purpose 
and that purpose is strong within the business and then it turns into an actual business by making money by focusing on making money yeah. instead of focusing on the actual business goal. It had like a corporate structure as opposed to like a purposeful goal. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of sounded at one point when he was approached by one of the dudes saying, all right, what could you do with this program with 1.2 billion? And then it escalated. And yeah. then he's like, he's like oh, oh yeah, I could billion. do this, this and that. And I'd only need, was it like three? 300 50, million. Yeah. Th- I'd only need 300 million. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's what like, all right, cool. Well, what billion? could you do with 1.4 billion? Like, yeah. Holy shit, what the hell? They just said they don't need 1.2 or 1.4. And then it went up to an astronomical number after that. Yeah, like yeah. 14 billion. But even or that alone. Like that. The, and then wasn't the. Didn't, didn't the NSA director, that general. What was his name? General. general Hayden. Hayden. Was it Hayden? No, nah, Hayden. 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 Michael Hayden. I think you're thinking General Patton from World War II. I was. Yeah. That definitely was. Um, but yeah, General Hayden was put into command and then everything just went. <laughs> nah. Was that, he not the seediest cunt oh that, that that company has ever seen? Yeah, because he he came in and decided to make money out of it instead of in, instead of following the goal. You of know, the it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel like. I think later on, it felt like he was doing that. At the start, he just felt to me, it felt like he was just being a stubborn old man. It's like yeah. he's he knows the right thing. It's my way or the highway. Let's see. He wanted to put his own stamp on it. Yeah. Instead of focusing on the actual goal of the agency, what the agency was supposed to be doing. And not to mention how much he tried to really impact what Sark were actually doing. Yeah. Did but anyone that, get that, the acronym for what Sark was, though? No. Uh, I don't think they ever really said it. They didn't really said it. They might have said it. I'm not, I missed Security it. Security Agency Research Center? Oh, it might be. That, like that sounds pretty elaborate enough where you... Yeah, it sounds right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going I'll with run that. with that. But even the whole... The, there was a very clear definition between the guys that created Thin Thread, which was what? There was only six of them? Yeah. There was only six of them as opposed to the 500 that were running... What was the other one? Uh, Trailblazer. Uh, Trailblazer through General Had- uh, Hayden. Patton. Yeah. Patton. Yeah, I keep saying Patton. Idiot. But like, there was a very clear definition by the end of it, by the end of the doco that... The guys running Thin Thread were, weren't in it at all in any shape or form for the money. No, that, that was never a thing that came into their conscience. They were willing to do it with the least amount of money possible. Correct. And they could still do it with the least amount of money possible. Like they got offered that much and money. And much better than Trailblazer yeah. could with a massive budget. Yeah, and a massive staff. Like, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he was offered $1.4 billion by the end of it. And he only needed $350 million. Like, realistically, that's fuck all. It's not even half of that amount. That's donuts money. And he was able to do better than anyone else. Yeah. And it felt like the entire time that he was doing it for the good of his country. He wasn't doing it for personal that, that's, gain. That's the exact saying, yeah. vibe I was getting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he, he was he in it wasn't for the in people. A, exactly. Like, he was in it for not only the people, but... Which is proof. I think, in a, in a sense, he was also in it for just his own curiosity of the mathematical side. His love of, of math, yeah. 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 But, and that's proven in the fact that he created those algorithms to protect people's privacy who didn't need to be monitored. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. set up in such a way where they, they're automatically not monitored unless you specifically tell the program to monitor them. And then and when they didn't come didn't, in, they yeah. broke down those algorithms yeah, to remove to those safeguards. Yeah. yeah, so they could monitor everyone in their own country. Yeah. So you can only imagine the extent that that government is monitoring their people. Yeah, oh. it's fucked. Especially it's now. Fucked. Oh, especially now. But that being said, it's not limited to just their country. No, because of course it was not. Based yeah. like, well, similar to the thin thread, then that's globally. 
But then you think that most countries would be well, eavesdropping is, it, on each other. Yeah. What's the thing? It's not, well, even, it's not even based on... It wasn't even based on Thin Thread by the end of it. It was no. still based on Trailblazer. Because they... They, 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 they couldn't... If <laughs> well, they, you, were, you were dead at it. Dead but they, could, they couldn't base it on Thin Thread at all. Because if they based it on Thin Thread, that, uh, that just meant that they were... I mean, that's part of the reason they shut down Thin Thread in the first place. Yeah. Because if they had to base it on that program then Trailblazer would be proven a disappointment, be proven a failure. Yeah. And failure meant the NSA would most likely be disbanded to cre- be created by something, be overtaken in something else created in its place. And yeah. there was that overwhelming... And those people didn't want to lose that money. ...thing yeah. that the NSA, along with all these programs and stuff that they were trying to implement, were ill-equipped for the digital age. Yeah. They were like leagues behind. Because didn't they say that trial, the way that Thin Thread was going to work is they were going to go completely digital. Yeah. But Trailblazer was going to work that they were going to start off analog and slowly implement digital yeah. into their system. Pull out one part then replace Which it. Which would have flooded them even more. Yeah. Which would have made it just... It would have been... It, it, it'd be like the fucking NBN for us. Yeah. How slowly that took place. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's just... It was fucking crazy. And just the the, the idea of being able to... Like to to just uh, tell the future essentially yeah. through patterns yeah like, that's ridiculous through patterns of global you know communication and being able to tell the future of what people are going to do how they're going to do it where they're going to do it yeah. who they're doing it with who they're doing it to who they're doing it to like the whole the whole thing about 9-11 where they said yeah we they pretty much proved that yes we predicted 9-11 obviously after the fact that it happened yeah. but they said that Thin Thread actually they ran the program anyway and could have prevented and it and could have prevented it they could have proved it but they could have also but they also found plans that were going to happen at the same time as 9-11 that didn't happen yeah yes that failed yes, and, yes. The, and they had a screen they showed a little bit of a snippet of the data and you could see there was flights to Amsterdam there was flights to London yeah that was supposed to happen at the same time and failed. Yeah. And they prov- they predicted why those failed as well. Yeah. And it's kind of fucked up. Like when you think about it, we saw what five planes, one, two, three, four, wasn't it? Four, four planes go yeah. down and crash into shit. Yeah. Well, well three. Supposedly. On 9/11. No, well, yeah. Well, there was two, two confirmed. Two confirmed. One. One was bullshit. Yeah. Shanksville. Shanksville, where Shanksville. they showed the just a big pole in the ground, a divot in the ground, but no plane no, wreckage whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So that was the one that was heading to um, Camp David, which is where they saw the pre- uh, prime minister, prime minister, president um, in the event of a dangerous situation. Camp David is like his bunker yeah. that no one can get to. They were going to fly a plane into it anyway, but this thing crashed in Shanksville, which was like a couple hundred miles off anyway. Yeah. But when they showed the, the Pentagon. The one don't even get me started no, on the no. Pentagon. That because one there the, was the one the I watched the on until we watched that the other night. I didn't even know about that plane. Yeah, I only knew about the three. The Shanksville one, I never. Yeah, knew I didn't know about. Didn't it. know about it until right now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like I knew what about. Mean right now, it was in the fucking docker. Did you even watch it? I didn't pay attention to that. Oh man. Christ! I was watching it on the train to and from work, man. Jesus. But like even the the Pentagon one, the the fact that it hit the Pentagon and then there was like no plane wreckage yeah. anywhere to be seen, yeah. any photo, nothing. Like how fucking quickly did they get rid of that plane? Oh, it's, if a plane hit the fucking building yeah. and they're taking a picture of the building, like like moments after that, there's no plane yeah. in any of those photos. And like in the Zykwai stuff that I was showing T, oh, it's not long God. after that the American government go around to 80 locations to remove all the CCTV footage, all gone. Yeah. Then they pave over 
where the wreckaged area was yeah. to remove any potential forensic. That evidence. was at the front of the Pentagon, wasn't that it? That was at they the front of the Pentagon. They put gravel all over yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. But that's what I'm saying. Moments after photos were released of the wreckage, and I remember watching a doco. I can't remember what the doco was called, but it was something about the Pentagon where they saw they were saying the wreckage of the Pentagon. The way the wreckage was strewn about in the photos, it didn't look like anything hit from outside. It yeah, looked, it looked like, like it exploded out, outside yes, from yeah. the building. And they were talking about as well in the other doco about how how skilled you would have to be as a pilot to guide a seven. 37 jet around like on this incline what, to come did, did he have in, to do like a 270 degree turn basically midair and then dip it down to sort of hit it at the angle that it hit the pentagon and, supposedly and did they also say that the guy who was flying that was a he really was a useless pilot yeah like they, I mean, said the pentagon, they said he could barely land a cessna let alone do that i mean the pentagon like from what i know i've been seen of the pentagon it's pretty low to the ground yeah to hit a plane into that dead center that, that that's intense I don't... Captain fucking Sully, the one that landed in the Hudson River, couldn't have even done that. Yeah, true. But, like, it, just the whole idea... Even the idea of the planes that hit the towers was... That I heard this theory about um, the planes being a hologram. Yeah. A projected hologram in the sky. Yeah. And as it hit the tower, that's when Boom. bombs C4 around the yeah. building went off. Now, there was a couple of things in that, that... In the docker that I didn't know about. First, it was the the bombing of the World Trade Center in '93. Yeah, didn't I didn't know about, know about that. that. No, really? I didn't that know about huge. that one. I was three at the time, can't, and you yeah, were probably true. negative. I was two, but that was huge. I remember when they were. Talking. You didn't remember shit. You were two years old. No, as in when 9/11 happened, they were talking about that. I don't remember. That was the first attack on those buildings. But I just like, find it funny that they never thought to, you know. All right, it's been bombed once. Maybe we should do something about this. Yeah, amp up security a bit. Amp up but security. Like, when they initially built the World Trade Centers, this is what fucks on me. They prepared in the actual construction of it and anticipated the idea that if there was a plane that went into the building, that it wouldn't buckle. It was an actual physical impossibility that the planes would buckle because of the way the World Trade Centers were designed, yeah. which still doesn't compute in my head that two planes flying into the towers, how does it produce enough heat and enough damage to take out close to 110 stories. It's impossible. But even even the whole, the fact that when you watch the, the videos of them collapsing, put that side by side with any, any building demolition video. It's the same. It, they fall the same way. Oh yeah, what about this? Do you know about World Trade Center number seven? I was just about to go on to that because that's yeah, the other one. you don't one know about that one falling, do you? God. That was one of the World Trade Centers right next to the two towers that collapsed as well. They, they found in the footage of it, there's like three burning fires in the windows. That's it. And then it has this controlled demolition where this thing just seems to fall. Yeah. But no one paid attention to that. That no. didn't get much coverage. That's because two fucking giant towers are falling at the same time. But like fucking... It's like they literally hit it amongst the two towers falling. Yeah, it was fucked. Like, yeah. Either- like the only way you can really sort of explain it is either the the planes previously had explosive in the plane and they detonated upon impact or the bombs were already rigged to the building and the plane was an excuse to blow them up but then in the event that the plane blows up in the tower with explosives do you know how much C4 and shit you'd have to pack into that fucking plane to bring that whole tower down? Well, it wouldn't yeah, even... It wouldn't even be C4. It'd be thermite. But that's what they were saying about... Or whatever it is. Because like, didn't they, they also say... the entire cargo bay 
But I think, Chocked full of that shit. Uh, I think yeah, it was in, in that explosion would be vastly different from what you saw. It wouldn't be a like what they were talking about a pancake effect. Yeah. So the 9/11 report supposedly said that it was a pancake effect in which the way the buildings fell, which is all the layers falling on top of each other. But then in that theory, they say that the beams that were holding the struts up of the floors, why aren't they still standing up? How did the beams come down as well? That's where the explosives strapped to the beams was a, a, a theory. Yeah. Because they, I think it was in Zeitgeist <coughs> they showed it because apparently the way that you'd cut through the beam is on... Or you set what, demo. What kind of angle? Uh, it's like a... It's uh, like, a, it's like a, a 45 or, 50, or 55 degree angle. Whatever like it that. was. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the honest angle, right? Yeah. But then you look at the, the rubble after 9-11, the ground zero, you see, see a couple of beams at that angle. Yeah. They're cut. Like they yeah, like they were sheared off. Yeah. Not to mention what the people the who were mentioning when they were down in the basement, the explosions. Yeah, exactly. That they were rocked from like, I think the first like two or three floors. They were rocked upwards yeah. from explosions before the actual towers had fallen. Exactly, which is kind of fucked, man. Like, and then they even go like on to say that they had they were able to find the um the fingerprints and dental records of the pilots, yet none of the debris of the plane was found. Yeah. So how does an explosion or a fire burn all parts of a plane, but not the pilot? Yeah. How do you find it? Like, how do you find how a set of teeth find, in that? Exactly. That's ridiculous. Also, seems, seems how do you find one of the pilots' um, passports lying around? Exactly. Are you kidding me? And no, 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 they found it, what, was it like uh, like two... Two blocks away. Two blocks away. Yeah. Yeah. In all just magically floated two blocks away. Yeah. Did, did he just throw out the window? Throw out the fucking building? Like, it what? doesn't make sense. Did he just get his passport out, put his hand through the window, just give it a fucking... Bah! And yeah. straight out, see you later. Straight out. it fucking into the, the other trade world, world trade center. Trade world. Trade world. Trade world center. Trade world. There's a fucking trade world centers. <laughs> trade world. Harvey World Travel, travel with the Travel Professionals. professionals. <laughs> we are not officially sponsored by Harvey World Travel. <laughs> no, no. Pay us, you dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, alright, so I've got a question for you. What would, would you consider the most damning thing out of what you watched in terms of the documentary, everything you know about 9-11, or the multiple theories about it, what is the most like damning shit that you just can't wrap your head around? I think it was just the level of corruption within the NSA and, all, and how their fucking, I guess their tentacles reached into every facet of government. It was, that boggled my fucking mind. Yeah. The way they got them all fired... From, from customs. Because they were contractors. Got them getting from any contracts with any agency. Yeah. From, it was fucked. From the international... Um, so, uh, not the international... The American Intelligence Agency. FBI. FBI. CIA. 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 Yep. I almost said CSI. <laughs> Probably from them too. Who knows? Yeah. Um, the fucking customs, border security. Like, they got fucked it's over nuts. at every point yeah. from there by the NSA. And, it, and then they got their fucking houses raided... By the NSA with with proven fabricated warrants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just fuck. Even the um, even the reveal of the nine eleven report, how there were parts that they didn't explain or were just blank. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the whole the DOD report was like fuck blank as fuck. Everything was blank. Yeah, and every and everything that they wrote in it was basically vague. Yeah. And even like, like what the both sections of the nine eleven report are still not open today. No, of course not. Like, no they one never will be. They've no. buried them. They've and buried which them. feeds back into what that lady was saying about 9-11 being a gift. 
Yeah. Like, uh, but what, all, but the evidence in the, the those reports, the redacted parts of those reports, not only the nine eleven one, but also the 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 one about thin thread. They say it in the doco. The the reason it was so redacted and so classified is because it was so damning. Yeah. To that company, that they would have just fucking been dissolved. The amount spot. of money that companies would have lost if the information had been disclosed is. Well, it would have been the company that was hired to make Trailblazer. Yeah. Who, but even who the, Sam Weisner was on the board of. Yeah. But even the idea of that the the idea that the presidency, the government themselves didn't even know what they had at their disposal. Yeah. And it was being run by someone who wasn't the government. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that is corruption in and of itself. Yeah. In my eyes. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that you've got a government in place to run the country and they don't even have the secrets that a, that a company has. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a company has access to more secrets and has more secrets for itself than the government even knows about. But I suppose it, it's, it comes back to the whole thing of with the American government. Like how much of anything that they say can you believe? Well, these days, well, this is the thing. These days, with the technological boom and the whole fucking internet, free internet, like the guy says in the doco, there's no such thing as a secret internet. No. You can find anything on the internet. The thing about the internet is, and the whole idea of being able to believe shit, not only about America, but about anything worldwide. Yeah. With the internet, the way it is these days, the, the social media, the fucking, the, the way the internet's structured, the way you can get information what information anywhere on the internet do you believe? Yeah. Do you believe a meme that's got a good background and fucking Times New Roman writing just because it looks fancy doesn't yeah. mean it's true? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could, I could make up a meme that says it takes me fucking 400 million steps to get to the moon and back. No one's going to ask me to prove it. No, exactly. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. But people are going to believe it. There's yeah. going to be people out there that believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose being the companies that they are, like the NSA, CIA, FBI, all that sort of stuff, you know, for so long they've been talked about as like the most secretive, most elaborate and really like high-tech companies. Like the NSA, I've always had the opinion or been of the opinion that they were the elite of the elite. Like other companies like Interpol and MI6 and all that sort of stuff would liaise with... They're like the baby brothers. Exactly right. Yeah, right. But after watching that... I was, I was gobsmacked at how dumb they come across. Yeah, oh, for sure. They come across really dumb. And but really then again, ignorant. like you said, yeah. how much of it realistically, like this is the flip side of the doco, how much of the doco do you, can you believe? Well, it's do hard. Do we have to take it with a grain of salt? Well, it's hard not to agree with that circumstance. Of course, yeah. Do you know what? No doubt, these people are going to be quite disgruntled about the fact that they've lost their job, they can't get any work anywhere else. Hey, let's make a doco, make some money. Yeah, fair enough. Exactly right. That's why I had to contemplate. How do you, yeah, how do you not think of that side of it? But it it makes it damning in a way where, when they say at the end that they tried to get, for example, uh, Marine Marine Baginski and uh, Sam Weisner and and, Hayden and Hayden to give interviews and got no responses from it. Yeah, no responses from it. Like not even a decline, no response at all. Yeah, yeah. So it just makes it just it doesn't help in their favour because they can't because. Like, if they've got nothing to hide, then why would they not respond to yeah. an interview? Yeah, of course. But you you know? also, like It I just said, makes it more sceptical in that sense. Yeah, of course. But like I'm saying, it's, it's that flip side that you've also got to think about where maybe they didn't respond because not because they don't have anything to hide, but because... Government procedure, I suppose. It was just a... Yeah, it could have been something else. It could have been government procedure. Of course. It could have been 
just the fact that they just weren't interested in explaining themselves. They didn't need to explain themselves because they had their reasons and they didn't... They had their reasons, but maybe because yeah. of how significant that issue is, transparency is what you need in a time oh, like that. In something and like that, you do need transparency. Yeah, I feel sure. like what they spoke about in terms of Thin Thread was highly credible. I'm yeah. sorry, with the way they yeah. took and look, it back to its utmost construction and it's like its origin story yeah. to then understand it all the way through yeah. to where it got to it's hard to disagree that these guys had a significant part yeah. and I'm not that. disagreeing with yeah. that at all I'm just saying there's also a flip side that you've got to think about because at the end of the day these days you've got to take two sides to every story yeah it's, it's three sides there's their side there's their side and there's the truth mm. at and the end of the day you hear the account from what's that dude's name uh, Tom oh, what was his name Tom something oh, yeah I can't and he's the one who got the quote from Maureen Baginski yeah, yeah. And, and that was and a direct quote he said he, he was that there was a direct quote and he was working sure for the NSA I the think he was still employed with the NSA he was he was he, as he declared it he was their inside man when they were lodging the report exactly yeah. which that brings a lot That's of credibility a, to the table fuck, because yeah, he was actually I think he was still working for the NSA yeah, at that yeah. point yeah but like, like I said well, wait that's someone from the inside like yeah. how can you not claim that as credible that's yeah. what I'm saying and like I said I'm not disagreeing with the fact that, that was credible or mm. like if, to me the docker I looked at the docker and I thought the NSA were a bunch of fuckers yeah yeah that's my that's my take on it. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you can't help but think that at the end of the day, this doco was made by a group of disgruntled employees. Now, what do we no know? Doubt. Now, no doubt. Now, yeah. a disgruntled employee, if they wanted to, could bring down a fucking entire company by themselves. Yeah. If they had the fucking means and they had the drive for it. Really. Yeah, but... You can't discredit that either. No, but I guess through I'm the magic is... of movie making, you could, they could come across as yeah. like being completely on the right side. Oh, without question. But I feel like what they spoke about and how they explained the actual program itself and the implications of the program and how it actually was implemented, it's too elaborate. The actual program and the actual timeline of events is too elaborate for them to make up. Like a yeah. lot of that, maybe. No, I'm you not know saying what? they made it up. There might be slight variations of the truth there. Yeah, I'm not saying I they made like it up. I feel like the essence of their story. Is spot on. Yeah, of course. Like, but it's I'm like, going to believe that. Yeah, of course. But it's like saying, what I'm trying to sort of get at, and as an example, like you, you take people who think the world's round yeah. and flat earthers. Yeah. Uh, you take them and like, <laughs> whatever you believe is what you believe. Like for me personally, I believe the earth is round. But at the same time, if we discovered one day that the earth is actually flat, I'm not going to be like, well, fuck, fuck that, fuck this. You know, I'm not going to be like devastated over it. Because mm. at the end of the day, you take it with a grain of salt. People out there believe something just because I believe something different doesn't mean what I believe is right and doesn't mean what they believe is wrong. Do you but know would what I mean? it take? But in that respect, would it take for that fact to be proven factually for you to think, okay, well, I yeah, was wrong. exactly. Right. Well, not only that, I think something like that, for example, the Earth being round or flat, unless I personally go to space and see the Earth from the outside, I'm realistically, when you think about it, and never going to know. I could see pictures of the Earth being flat, of the Earth being round from space. So for you, do I believe or, or can I prove those pictures are real? So and they fabricated you, pictures. You know what I mean? Like, so for you, seeing is believing. In certain circumstances, I, I just find to going onto this whole round world, flat Earth bullshit. The whole concept, I don't know if anyone has seen a photo of when the guy stands on top of Mount Everest and takes a selfie with the most wide expanse view of yeah. the land behind oh, you him. you can see the curvature of the land. Exactly right. Yeah. Um, how does 
for example, people sail around the world, right? When someone starts literally at the tip of like fucking Johannesburg and then sails up to the top of Canada. I'm sorry, in the process of that, you're inclined to fall off if you're a flat earther. It doesn't make sense to sail around the world. Then. Yeah, exactly right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying that no, flat earthers are right. I know, I know. I'm just saying you have to sort of take things like this with a grain of salt because at the end of the day, like I said, if one day we, it's proven that the earth is flat, are all the people who didn't believe that going to just die? Like, but I gonna, suppose like, it comes gonna... down to the whole idea of a scientific hypothesis. Like I'm going yeah. to assume, based off this information, yeah. that the earth is round. Yeah. All the signs point that direction until you give me some more factual evidence for it. Exactly right. I'm going to stick with this. Exactly right. Because that makes sense. Exactly right. That's what I'm saying. But you can't sort of say definitely, like as a, as a one human being, myself or yourself or, or Tony himself, you can't say as a person who hasn't experienced physically, mentally, that the earth is round yeah. or flat, yeah. whichever it may be. You can't tell the other side. So, I, like I said, I believe the Earth is round, but I can't, with every fibre of my being, tell the people who believe the Earth is flat that they're completely and utterly wrong, because I haven't experienced the world being round. That's fair. Do enough. you know what I mean? Well, going back to the to the whole, I guess, judging whether nine eleven was a inside job, it's kind of hard to also believe that it wasn't with all the kind of the accounts of when they interviewed people that survived it, the ones that were on the bottom floors, that they felt the explosion from underneath yeah. first. Yeah. Because they felt like, and you even had that recording of that guy who was oh, on the phone leaving a voicemail, yeah. going, oh my God, I just felt a thing, saying goodbye to his wife, and then you hear another explosion, he's like, ah! And then that's yeah. it, that's all you hear. Yeah. So and it was the first explosion, and then the tower crumbling from above. Yeah, of course, but like, that's what I'm saying. That's and then what... you hear other people go, oh yeah, I felt the explosion knock me from one side of the room to the other, and then, yeah. and then the next explosion happened, which is like, yeah, wait that's... a minute, yeah. you're in one tower, why are there two explosions in one tower? He says, and, I, and I get that. I completely get that. And like I said, I'm not disagreeing with any of what you're saying. I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is I that just find it harder. It's it's, a it's little hard bit harder to believe. To yes. No, it's not hard to believe. It's hard to find that that's not the, like the, not the case. Exactly that's right. Not the case. But at the end of the you day, know? you're not that person that recorded that message, that voicemail. You're not the person that got blown across the room. You know, you hear accounts of people in war and what they tell you in the in war you know in terms of you know shells dropping and what it sounds like and stuff like that it's people's interpretation but of that's what's really cynical them. to think like that though as well because yeah there's no such thing as factual evidence for you then ever ever there's nothing fact well because based off what you're saying right now there's no such thing as fact well, you're just saying me, it's pure interpretation to me truth is relative so mathematical equations is that truth or is that interpretation for me mathematical equations is truth now i'm saying that, that like i'm a mathematician because i don't because you have a definitive answer is. because i but at the end of the day two plus two equals four and that's a but fact. is that okay so that's, that's a fact. fact but what's yeah. nine plus ten you can't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop <laughs> 21 <laughs> but, but you can't that's something you can't discredit because it's just a simple fact I'm no, saying but why do you think that's a simple fact because you're stupid I don't know it's just, it's, <laughs> it's hard to explain like I honestly have no answer for you mm. no, no. like this is my point like when the 9-11 report uses physics which is mathematically based yeah. to explain phenomenon of what's actually happened with the tower 
and no, no that for, for example no, this, that's this, a different story what okay. I'm saying is I'm talking about the people who said you know I've, I've blown across the room mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, I felt a bomb underneath me those accounts mm-hmm. as many as there were and all that sort of stuff sometimes for me I, you, I think about because I, I, I believe them mm-hmm. I do believe that's what, you know, what I choose to believe about the situation that, that actually happened to that person they flung across the room felt the bomb underneath them but sometimes I do think about the other side of it where was that person, how much of that description that that person was saying was exaggerated? Okay. How so much of that, that was it was something they came up with in their own context? So when it happens that they compile every single person that mentioned an explosion and put it all in one frame, it's li- oh, one frame, like one aspect of the documentary where they talk about literally for three to four minutes of people saying, oh, we felt an explosion. There was an explosion. Everyone corroborates together an idea of the same story. They had about six or seven different firefighters who were in the towers as it was, and they were literally running out for their lives and felt the explosion. And they did it. And the thing is, the stories were the same. They didn't like. They didn't. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not discrediting any of that. Like I said, what I'm saying is, is that it's. it's, You're just saying to weigh up the other possibilities. It's just to weigh up all possibilities, and and not that I'm saying that the possibilities of the flip side that are more unbelievable, like the fact that. Maybe some of this shit didn't happen. Those, though, that I train of thought. Those sorts of flip that flip side. So, of did it. planes fly into the building? I'm just curious. To me, like I said, all the facts points of planes flying into the building. In terms you, of I, exclude the facts, facts. Exclude the facts. I want to know. Do you think planes? So flew you into just the want? I don't opinion. think planes flew into the building. Okay. Do you? I think they did. Okay. Because how do you show a plane Look, I flying think, into a building and then not flying out the other side? I think at or least flying away. I think at least the so first where did it go? Mm. And I find it very hard to believe that there's that sophisticated hologram technology available back into and back then. Yeah, of course. It just, and, and it's I find it very hard to believe. Hard, it's hard to believe. I, look, I think at least the first plane was real. The first plane that hit was a real plane. Like you said, the fact that the planes brought down the towers, I don't think that was real. Yeah. In, in what element? Like, how do you mean by that? Like you said, the, the fact that it couldn't have burned that high yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. That. For me, it's it's one of those things where, like I said, I I sometimes I can't help but think of that flip side. Not that I believe that flip side. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't believe the flip side of it. I believe I believe what you believe. Yeah. Brad, and what you believe, Tony, about the whole situation. What I'm saying is that sometimes you just can't help but think of the other side of it. What if it was something else? What if it was you know like you know. I now I draw on my knowledge of psychology, so that what I know of psychology, you know, there's a whole idea of mob mentality. You see someone running, and all these people start running after them, and before you know it, you got a whole crowd of people running after that first person, and majority of the people don't know why they're running. They're yeah, just running. Of no, Do you know what I mean? Patterned human behavior. Exactly, patterned human behavior. Of course. You know, so you 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 think of someone going, <laughs> you know, you know. This oh, there's about fifty people out there saying they heard an explosion side. under me. When I think back at it, maybe I did too. Maybe I'm exaggerating in one. I did too. Yeah, but then you know, the, all, the, all those stories f- about celebrities sleeping. You know, all these stories coming about about fucking people. You know, celebrities touching all these different kids, or or celebrities sleeping with all these different women. Ah, uh, see, and, I put that in a completely different bracket. No, but I'm saying in the psychology you, of it all. And wouldn't you have in that particular circumstance? Wouldn't you have the whole effect of Chinese whispers? That yeah, the story would change from person to person to person. No, but I'm saying that in regards change. to that, it was consistent. 
The most thing that's going to change, but you like you look, you take for example people who you know, like I said, a celebrity who's sexually assaulted a hundred women, and it comes out in in today's society, and you know, there's all those trials and all this bullshit. How many of how many of those with the pudding pop? But how many how many of those hundred women took advantage of the situation and thought I didn't get sexually assaulted? So when there's I'm going to say I did because when there's a court case and they say we're going to bring the facts out. Should they change that word then? Because that's basing off what you're going and what your argument is suggesting. You're basing that those hundred women, that's interpretation of their experience. Am I right yeah, in saying in a that? Way, yeah. Okay. So when it's an ultimate outcome and one lady does have a proven case that she's been fondled and touched in her pink bits. <laughs> if you want to put it that way. I'm yeah. going to say that. Uh-huh. Then is that her factual account or is that just an interpretation of her experience that other people have agreed with see i would put that down more so to an interpretation of her experience that other people agree with wow well it's bold saying that um, and i'm not saying that she's wrong or the person who did what they did what is right yeah i'm not saying that all in in terms of right and wrong i'm not talking in rights and wrongs here i'm talking in bottom line is i'm not her yeah i'm not him I wasn't there. Okay. So it's sort of taking things with a grain of salt in the sense of, you know, I could see Tony if he touched my arm hair. Yeah. I could consider that rape based on my definition of rape. Do you find it rape right now? Do you know what I mean? Do you find it rape right now? Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying I agree Mm. with rape because I definitely don't. I want to put that on the fucking record that I do not agree with sexual assault, rape, or anything like that. Totally I'm just saying these so are the sorts how, of things that how do judges as a head of I suppose decision making define a sentence for someone being accused of rape if rape is an interpretation of an event that a woman feels violated from like how are they to make that decision you're saying that they're making that decision based off their own interpretation and experience in some ways yes we are getting so Yeah, they're presented with... <laughs> yeah, but like even... Like, but you can link it back to the whole... Well, link it back. Like, you link know, back. people are putting up evidence. Like, you got the fact... You got things like facts, where you got the mathematical stuff that proves that the buildings fell a certain way and yeah. all that sort of shit, right? Which you can't... It's very, very, very hard to discredit that. And it's very hard to find that flip side. Yeah. If there is one at all. Yeah. Well, let's take to... But I'm saying the flip side of people's experiences, it's easy to think about... Up there being a possibility of a flip side of an experience well let's take into account for example the, the plane that flew into the Pentagon yeah okay how many witnesses came forward about and actually talked about what happened at the Pentagon that is your answer nobody zero nobody came forward no one said you shit you do not have one ounce of evidence nor person and we said it earlier that they got rid of this all the cctv footage 80 from, stores from 80 stores around the pentagon why do so, that so why would they need to get rid of it why would it why would they need to get rid of it because there is no flip side to that there is no valid reason as to why they yeah, would do there's that no unless you're covering that. that up there's no counter argument to yeah. the reason as to why they would get rid of it yeah, make copies saying, yeah. for evidence sure yeah but to get rid of it that sounds dodgy as fuck. Of course it sounds dodgy. Of course it does. But like I said, there are, there, there are people out there that believe a plane hit the Pentagon. And they, of course there they, are people they, out there that believe Just because people didn't come forward saying they saw, they saw a plane, just because they didn't come forward, doesn't mean that someone out there doesn't believe 
I saw a plane hit the Pentagon. But that being you know said, I mean? though, like, they believe it. But again, that's going to your mob mentality that maybe one person said it. And because they've said it, they're going, oh, maybe I did see a plane. Oh, yeah, I did see a plane. That's that mob mentality you were speaking about earlier. And not to mention, we're talking about the American public here who aren't the most intelligent people. That's right, he yeah. said it. I'm not <laughs> saying... No, no, no. I'm basing it off... Well, look at the stats, really. Let's like, not kid ourselves. Like, I'm We're sorry, not bagging them. Like, but the interviews that they've done, like, for example, Trump supporters, where people have gone around and they've asked these Trump supporters, what's your take on SpaceX, right? You're going to die of this. Okay. So, SpaceX... Uh, no, Space Force, my bad. Space, Space Force! Is, um, Alien Musk's. Alan, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Alien. I oh, know. Alien Musk. Alien He's an alien. He's an alien. <laughs> That's his new line of aftershave. <laughs> alien Musk. Alien Musk. Um, but yeah, but so Elon. they were talking about Space Force. So they went all to these Trump supporters at a rally to speak to him about what's your take on Space Force? Why do you think we're wanting to do it? Because, here we go, this is one of the reasons that stood out for me. Because. If we have a space force, as in a space cavalry, let's say, we can protect ourselves from terrorists. Khan, I'm sorry. Space terrorists. Space terrorists. That, that, that was a valid answer that a guy believed, right? So I'm thinking, okay. So they start going around to more people and just a plethora of dumb, dumb, dumb answers come out. But it doesn't matter. Like, you speak to a lot of people in America and you'll find that... Majority of them don't know what's going on outside their country. No. But the funny thing is, I could go to there and I'll know more about what's happening in their country than they will. Yeah. Which is fucked. So I understand the mob mentality thinking in regards to this situation because yeah. it kind of makes sense. You know, that everyone jumps on that bandwagon and then, oh, let's run with this. But that is pure manipulation of the media over there. Yeah. The, that, that situation, that's next level. Like yeah, in terms of CBS, Fox, um, fucking CNN, yeah. it's really hard to believe any of that. Yeah. Like I can't comprehend yeah. the impact that those organisations have on the way people think. Yeah, and like I said, it's a it's a whole idea of being able to. How far back does that stretch in time in terms of nine eleven? Yeah, like how far back does that corruption go in the media? You know, they show all obviously some of the footage, <laughs> like all the footage and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you're right. Yeah, you're sorry, it's coughed up a lung. Yeah, fucking almost. Hell. Fucking yeah. the beer went the wrong way. Huh? Yeah, booming on my fucking dick. <laughs> booming on my clacker. There we go. My cloaca. No, just the clacker. Clacker. You don't have a cloaca. Yeah. Oh. Your asshole. You know when you like eat oh, something God. too hot yeah. and then you get the pulsing of the. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. My ass does not make that sound. Oh, mine's like an orb. Oh. When it like gets that yeah. hot and I just get that sizzling. Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> but the, like I said, the corruption of the media, how far back does that stretch? Did that stretch back to the times of 9 11? Did it stretch back before that? Oh, it's way before that. That's what I'm saying. Like, is Do you reckon it really had its major impact, probably, let's say, World War II? Dude, it's the perfect essence of propaganda. Yeah. They were losing the war. Yeah. It was a That's clear insane. fact. When I Wait, talk, when I talk about World War II or, World, or Vietnam? No, I'm going to go Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because they were. Flat out losing it. Yeah. They were losing dick loads of people. And they were showing the clips in, um, was it in The Good American? Was it in the they were correct. showing those clips yeah. from the general he in Vietnam. He yeah. And they're going, yep, pretty much every time he came, he's like, yeah, we're going all right. Yeah. yeah, everything seems to be okay. We knew they were going to do this. He had no fucking idea. Yeah, and there was one general, his mate in the, in the army that. That, that led was back into he the intelligence. He was, he was, he was the, the only one. Yeah, he was the yeah. only one that believed the intelligence, and he was the only one that was prepared. 
and yeah. then he was forced back because no one out else of all those battalions with that attack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's that corruption that you know, and that's where, like I said, I can't help but think of the flip side sometimes. And like I said, I don't. But believe do you think the that was because side. of the corruption, or was that just? That mentality of no, I, guess, like, I guess that that uh, it's like an old person mentality when it comes to technology that they don't full believe it because it's technology. Yeah, that's and probably taking, an element like, of oh, it. It's technology, whatever, it doesn't mean. Yeah, anything. Oh, it's definitely an element of it. Don't you know? get me wrong, but it, like, like I said, I it's that like, sort I of don't stuff. trust them computers. <laughs> but it's like that stuff where I, I, I you can't help but think of the flip side sometimes. And like I said, not that I believe any of the flip side. It's more so that I think about the flip side and think. Well, how much of what we were shown of things like 9-11, how many of those things that we're shown, you, you compare that to how many of the things we weren't shown that could have explained it in a different way, have could have explained away some things or explained some things in more detail. Such as? Do you as? know what I mean? Oh, fuck, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head. Like, I know, we, you know, we're showing the footage of, like Tony said before, the beam that's got a sheer cut through it. Mm-hmm. It was, it wasn't just one, it was three. Yeah, or whatever it was. There were three, it was three in the shot them. that had that angle cut. Yeah, there was three of them, all right, so there's that. Go there now, and you can see there's a fuckload more than three. They've got it in, like, in a glass thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But there's, like, six sets of beams all cut in that section. I'm thinking... Um, okay, well you've made this a monument, but why have you left really damning evidence in a glass cabinet? Like, yeah. it's I'm saying they've left that damning evidence on, they've shown that evidence, that footage and stuff like that. But it's a, it's a thing where the footage of, I don't know, like, was there ever footage that was shown of beams that weren't like that? Do you know what I mean? Like, if there was, because mm. like I said, I don't know if there was or anything like that. I'm not saying there is, but... But even if there was, Do wouldn't it, that be the footage that you'd want to show? Would it, though? Well, it like, would, because then it would further prove their, their no, I'm saying would it, would that on, it was the plane fire that melted the, melted I guess, the beam. I guess it depends as on opposed to like a pretty much perfect angular Yeah, cut. I, guess what, I guess it's what side you're taking on it. It looks like, with those beams in the picture, it literally looked like the angle cut, it was done straight first, but then like a welder's gone through and sort of made it look like it melted away. It's like they did it afterwards. Yeah, and that, was, and that really was really obviously shown by someone who was trying to discredit... That was just a picture. Do you know what? You can debunk... thing is, though, that was just a picture of Ground Zero. Yeah. It wasn't someone trying to debunk it. It was just a picture that someone had later analysed and gone, wait a minute, why... And circles, like, the three beams. Go, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. You, you can debunk Tower 1 and Tower 2 as much as you want. It's World Trade Centre 7 that there, there is genuinely no flip side, no explanation for... There was no reason for it to fall. Exactly. Legitimately, no reason. Yeah, and and stuff like that. We we like I said, it's things like that where there's it's very hard to find the yeah. flip side if there is one at all. Yeah, but like I said, it's just one of those things where sometimes I can't help but think of it. Yeah, that's fair enough. And like I said, I don't believe it. Yeah, but there's a lot of instances where I like to, I just like to think of both sides or all facets. If there's more, than if one you're going to stand there, on yeah. one side of the fence, which would it be for with what? 9-11. 9-11. Inside was it? job or not? I believe it was the inside job. Okay. You? Same. Mm. I think it was the inside after job. Just, after just... Even, look, I haven't really delved into a lot of the information and all the analysis of what happened, but just yeah. going off watching that doco and watching what, what you showed me on Zeitgeist, yeah. it's, it's very hard to believe that it wasn't. Yeah. All right. exactly. Very, so very hard to believe. One of the things that they talk about in Zeitgeist, this is what blew my fucking mind. Was this uh, Nordic? Norad? Norad, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So, the day of 9-11, they were running the same, exact same training drill. So, obviously, with... Um, Explain Nor- no, NORAC first. Uh, NORAD, sorry. The nautical... 
Anyway, don't have to explain is what um, meaning. What, what are they? Who are they? What do they do? So basically, they monitor the skies. Essentially, they're the or ones that, for example, if protection they, agency didn't they roughly. say that they're the agency that, for example, if a flight tower sees a plane going off course, they contact NORAD, who then send two Harrier jets to to the planes find out what North the fuck's Amer- going on. North American Aerospace Defense Command. There, yeah. there we go. They're the ones that send the Harrier jets out to go to go and investigate. Hey, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. yeah. So, so they're the ones investigating Iron Man when he he um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when he entered his international well, skies yeah yeah pretty much yeah exactly anyways so the same day of nine eleven when all these planes are flying around heading to their locations they've obviously deviated off path right there was another eighty flights that day that were running a supposed training drill simulating the exact same situation of hijacked aircrafts yeah. so this is all ongoing. They did a trial thing in 2000 and... When did it happen? 2001. I don't remember. So it was about two or three years ago prior to that that they spoke of, I think it was 18 circumstances in which there were deviated flights and these jets had a response time of three minutes and a 100% accuracy rate of getting to these locations, figuring out what the the situation is and resolving it. On the day of 9-11... It took 18 minutes before one single jet was put in the air because of the ultimate confusion of what was going on between this supposed drill that they were running yeah. and all the flights that had deviated off path. Like, they even have footage of the air person, the air tower person. Air traffic controller. Not, he's, he's like, oh, is this training drill or live? Is this live or exercise? Yeah. And you just sit I there I think it going, was the traffic controller that rang NORAD going, hey... Is this a training drill? Is this live? Yeah. And what did the guy from NORAD said? Like, I think he's. Uh, I think he pretty much said, "I don't know." Yeah, yeah. There was ultimate confusion, so no one knew what they were doing. But was it? But there was, was it, no one mobilized. The thing is, to that, get in the air to check these aircraft. But with, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? But with that, was that legitimate confusion, or was that just excuse confusion? Did they just use that confusion as an excuse for what? Because they have been told prior, when you hear this shit, don't do anything. That's what I'm saying. If it was an inside job. Who knows? If it was an inside job. Yeah, yeah but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's an elaborate... But this is what I'm saying. Because it has started from because the ground the weird, up to get to weird, that point. Yeah. Because the weird part of it is, how does it go from being three to four minute response to an 80 minute response? But an 80 minute before one flight and one jet got in the air. That's that's like a, big, that's that's like a giant difference. It's just yeah. stupid. And it doesn't make it's sense. A fucking it ridiculous, doesn't. It's ridiculously damning evidence. But like I said, you can't also discredit the fact that it's maybe it just was confusion do you know what i mean yeah, but like, run that as small as the, as small as that angle is to take and to and to say that yeah. look case. i would say i would agree with you it's a that, possibility do you know what i mean? would agree with you in that respect but at the same time i would agree with you if the delay was let's say from three to four minutes to maybe 10 minutes max exactly. it'd be more believable okay. exactly right but 80 minutes yeah exactly what the actual fuck that's what this is what i'm saying this is exactly the crux of, the, of what i'm saying is that it's more believable because it's so it's less believable to to believe that it was just confusion and not a planned thing because of the such a large gap difference in the times of when the jets it's were the, airborne. It's the, it's the evidence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the, it's the evidence there. But like I said, there's always there is always to me in a scenario like that in particular, there is a possibility, as slim as it is, that there could have been just simple confusion, and that's what caused it. That particular scenario, 
like I said, it's very hard to believe that's the case, and I I don't believe that's the case because of the damning evidence that it was an 80 minute before a response was even fucking before anything was in the air from a three minute response. But like I said, I sort of I find it easier to take it with a grain of salt because to me it's kind of like what is it? Is it Murphy's Law? Mm-hmm. Where what is it? Is anything can happen or something like that? Yeah, or anything that, that can I've happen. I've watched too many times, but I can't remember. That. Something I think Murphy's Law is something like if something can happen, it will happen, or 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 just yeah, it will happen. Yeah, at one yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. As I'm saying, like in this scenario, for example, it could have been yes, inside job, it was all planned, and that's why there was an 80 minute delay. Oh, Murphy's in a, Law. In a, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. There you go. All right, Murphy. So it's similar to that. It's not exactly that, but it's similar to Murphy's Law, where it's like, all right, in this scenario, for 9-11, on that day, it was a planned job. That's why there was an 80-minute delay. In fucking 50 years' time, the same similar situation happens, where the exact same situation happens, and that one there was pure confusion. But you're adding... Do you know what I mean? You're adding another variable into that. So what I'm saying is, you won't take... I'm playing devil advocate. Yeah, I know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um... But you're not willing to make any significant standpoint on any issue. Ever. No, like I said, I, I no, I, I'm you making will a standpoint. Weigh up every single thing and not make a decision on one side of the fence. No, no, I have made a decision. That's what I'm saying. I believe. I know, that but it was you're saying to job. weigh up the other possibilities. No, no I'm not saying not, not to weigh them up mm. per se. I'm but there saying is that the possibility. It's something to think about. Yeah, but not to necessarily weigh up. Because the evidence is too damning. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's way too damning mm. to turn around and go, well, I believe it was just confusion. Mm. Because something like that, it, it does sort of, come, it can come down for some people to what they choose to believe about the situation. Of course. Do you of know course. what I mean? Yeah. Some people out there, no doubt, believe that it was pure confusion. And the rest of us think you're a fucking idiot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it doesn't mean because the majority believe it that those people who don't who believe it was just confusion are wrong. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so on the whole, with that doco, what did you think of the doco as a whole? It was pretty fucking amazing and it opened yeah. up a lot of fucking, obviously, as we know right now, mm. a lot of discussion yeah, about yeah. the situation and wider scenarios. Mm. Definitely a whole new flood of information that yeah. I'd never known beforehand. And I think that's, really, that's the advantage the of start, documentaries. At the start of watching it, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, I was getting distracted watching my phone. But by, by the, the end, end of it, it, you were it was the whole thing, sitting up, sitting up, yeah. leaning forward, like really paying attention, going, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm trained people heard me going, fuck, like, yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. Honestly, really, it, I think yeah. in the crux of the story and its build up, it was like, yeah, okay, it's general information. It was like, I got lost in a lot of the mathematical understanding yeah, and that, algorithms yeah, and nodes and all that sort yeah, of shit. Me too. But as soon as they started getting to the implications of the program, how it affected these people, what ramifications it ended up having, I was like, oh my... Both of us, oh my God. As soon as we heard... Well, look, those two quotes that we had noted down... Oh my God. That... that, I lost it when I heard... I think they're the two Both of them. Yeah. Both hearing from Maureen Baginski, 9-11 was a gift to the NSA. (laughs) That, I had to pause and like, holy crap. Yeah. She actually said that. Yeah. What the actual crap. And she was like, uh, she was like, what, third... Third in charge. In yeah, the, yeah, third in charge of the NSA. Chain of command. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and then that quote from uh, Sam Weisner where he goes, we're going to milk this cow for 15 years. Like, holy shit. And they have. They have. And they have. They have. Because that did spark the That's what I mean. Like, at, the, at the end of the day, as much as they, they raided their houses and yeah, all right, it was proved that it was fabricated evidence. What would they have gotten? A slap on the wrist, a bit of a fine. 
they already had the money. They didn't give a fuck. Mm. They had the money there because they'd been milking it for so long already. So they didn't need to fucking worry about if these people got off. For them, if they raided their house and put these people into jail that created Thin Thread, that putting them in jail was the bonus. Fucking with their lives is what they were meant to be doing. Yeah, Do you know because I mean? they were trying to. Because either way, uh, honestly, they, they were just trying to bring their tracks. Exactly, the they were trying to cover their tracks. Yeah, and whether they put yeah. them in jail or not, either way, they got off scot free. The people who, like the NSA. Oh yeah, without question. Do you know what I mean? But as a solitary person, there is, and like what one of the ladies was saying, um, she is well versed in government language yeah. and understanding what processes she can go through to get a resolution in whatever matter. But as for the layman person, if the NSA comes after a person, you disappear. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. And we can't say boo about it because we don't have a leg to stand. We don't know the processes and protocols that are in place for us yeah. or our rights. What fucking rights do you have? If they capture you, you're gone. Yeah. They're not letting you go. That's why, that's yeah. why I, found, I found it funny when, um, uh, what's the main guys again? What's his name? Bill Binney. Bill Binney. When Binney was talking about, he kept saying free world. I'm like... Is there such a thing as a free world these days? No. Is I, there? I don't believe it exists. Like, was there ever a free world? But again, that's, that's, that's what another would you, hectic conversation. Honestly, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, I know that's another discussion, whole, but I just want to pose a discussion. question to you guys. I'll go with you, Tony, first. A free, the idea of a free world, what point in history that you know of would you have considered the world to be free? I can't give you an answer. I'll tell you right now, never. The world was never free. Exactly right. Because, basing it off the Venus Project, we've always lived under a monetary system. Yeah. Bartering, free trade. Free trade's not free trade. But would you call the time of, say, and I'm stretching back far here, time of the Neanderthals, or that time period where humans were just learning to be humans? But I think even back at that like point, we were evolving into tribes humans. were still trading with each other to a certain degree i'm saying before the trading before all of that but they would have traded simple things oh, like so then example, would, would you consider i'll the give world... you this animal skin for that animal skin oh so would you consider like the that. world being free a free world when humans went around would that be a Probably. point in history where Fucking the world was yeah. free yeah. yeah truly free truly because yeah, there's no systems in place whatsoever. there's an ecosystem yeah. which governed i suppose the dinosaurs and animals and stuff yeah but that was governed by a greater but there's power no, if you want to believe that or a greater you know system in the yeah, universe yeah so anyways we'll save that for another time overall I'm going to give this doco a 9 out of 10 yeah same yeah same yeah, nine wow pretty fucking solid, solid. That's solid. A fucking pretty fun. thank decision. you Brad for the choice that was yeah, a good, good choice, choice Brad good very, choice alright very good choice alright and then it comes to that part of the pod where we are uh, plug your ass with some fucking sponsors huh? let's yeah. do it so we'll start off with uh, Pig Apparel. That's P-Y-G Apparel. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Um, like we said last week, guys, pretty much half the stock's gone. So if you're looking to get some of these limited edition tall tees, get on it. You can DM us on Instagram at Pig Apparel. That's P-Y-G Apparel. Shoot us a message of, of your order and um, we'll get back to you ASAP. Just out of curiosity, how much are the tees? They're $49.95. Man, how and much is the And that's including local postage. Um, message us for details on international. Yeah, done. There we go. Sorted. Right. Now on to my next sponsor, uh, Margus Home Repairs. Margus from Colbergo. For all your home repair needs. And uh, do they do quotes, mate? For you, free. Fuck. For everyone, free. Fuck. Free quotes for every kind. Fuck. If you need something done, anything maintenance around your house, you need a decking built, you need a fucking wall painted, you need a fucking house painted, go to Margus. Who? 
Margus Home Repairs. Margus from Gobergo. Get onto it, cunts. Where can you find them? Find them on Facebook at Margus Home Repairs. Margus from, from Gobergo. You can find them on Instagram at Margus underscore home underscore repairs. Margus from, from Gobergo. Fucking DM them. Done. There we go. And the next one. And our last. The final sponsor. The final sponsor who was gracious enough to... Uh, Grace us with his presence. Yes. Grace us with his presence yeah. last week. Um, Mr. Stephen Trovatello at Project Building Surveying. Is he certified? He's definitely certified. And is he the Savara Buildings and Asses and not much else? He definitely is. Here we go. He definitely is. You can find him on Instagram at, at and Facebook uh-huh. at Project Building Surveying. Cool. So get on to him if you need a fucking permit for a shed, permit for a fucking slab of concrete, shed permit for anything. Concrete. Let's see. Get a garage in there. <laughs> get on to it. You need one of them? Go to him. That's good stuff. All right. Um, well, now you can also follow us personally if you guys want. Um, you can follow me on Snapchat at tboner18 and on Instagram at tboner018. And I've got now. Go age. Yeah. Uh, um, you can find me at Amici Tree. On dog. <laughs> fucking dog. <laughs> fucking dogs. You dirty dumb dogs. Dog. Oh, you dog. Oh, you dog. Oh, you dog. dog. Oh, yeah, there's just a lot of animals in there. Drill fisting yeah. rat. Cunts need to stop fucking adding me on Instagram, but seriously. Why? No, just weird cunts. You gotta stop adding me. Stop following me. I don't do much on Instagram anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. It's probably because you got tree in your name. I, I you can follow all these fucking weird nature cunts. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That That's why if you put dog in it. You know, actually, actually, before you do your plug, Brad, I actually um, saw someone on uh, our Instagram, yeah. Rebels Instagram, followed us, and I just followed them back because it's just what I tend to do. I just I will follow whoever the fuck follows us. Yeah, yeah. Followed it, and then I, I was scrolling through the Instagram um, feed, and I'm just like, what the fuck are all these photos? There's photos of feet everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. The per- the people who followed <laughs> us, who I followed back, foot was fetish. a foot fetish page. Oh. So I instantly right. unfollowed them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're rebels without a clue, not rebels without toes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We got toes. We're toe-y. Don't worry about that. We're toe-y dogs. <laughs> Fucking toe-y. Uh, so for myself, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook under Braddles2505, B-R-A-D-E-L-S-2-5-0-5. And also on Snapchat as well under the same handle. Is it? Is that spelled B-R-A-D-O-G? <laughs> no, but it doesn't have the same feel. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Doesn't. you're the dog. I am a dog. You're, yeah, you're, you're a the dog. tree dog. Yeah. I'm a dog. So... If you so like if you um um we haven't had an um in a while. Those are, those are a few sound Followed up with there. an um after um <laughs> and you give us something at the end of that. Yeah, so guys if you want to get in touch with us, be sure to comment or even Write a post to us on either our Instagram or Facebook if you've got or some questions you, for us or you know if you have what? any opinions on the pod. If you disagree released. with us, please yeah. tell us. And tell me I'm a fuckwit for paying devil's advocate. And you know fuck. what? I'm going to just put it out there. If Please don't be offended by anything we've said here. This is just our opinions on what we've seen and what we've read about. They, they are our personal opinions, but yeah. again, we don't are, take any offence. We don't yeah, mean any offence. We correct. are by no means experts in this fucking no, scenario. No, far Not from at all. it. Far, far from, from it. it. We literally just like talking about it. Uh, please, NSA, if you're listening, don't kill us. Uh, it's kind of concerning. We're going to be dead bit, yeah. in a week. Um, bit, yeah. Tony shows up missing, I show up missing, and tree dog's all that's left. Yeah. I'm the one. I'm Tree the, dog's I'm, been planted. I'm really, I'm really not a dog. I'm a rat. <laughs> <laughs> all 
No, but honestly, you're the inside man. Yeah, like Tony said, we're, we're literally not saying anything. We don't mean in any this podcast to offend people. No, um, just fleshing out ideas. Really. Oh, yeah, I love a bit of flesh. Bit yeah. of flesh on ya. So uh, until next time, guys. Fucking da da da. <laughs>